And then it's now a blizzard out here. I'm recording again in the park. To be honest, I could move around the tree and be blocked by the wind, but that would involve moving. So, um, soz not soz if you can hear the blizzard right now. Sounds really, really dramatic. Welcome back to the At the Deeper podcast, guys, uh, with me, Anna Nicola. I feel really off-road as there are people watching me, including children. Um, I'm in the park again, if you can hear, Soz. Um, yeah, it's literally like 30 degrees today, and I'm sat underneath a tree for shade. That's That's how, like... I was gonna say accumulated. Oh, climatized. That is how climatized I have become now. I'm actually disappointed in myself. I'm not that tanned. I want to be tanned, tanned, more tanned. Um. So after this, I am gonna sunbathe. My boyfriend's gone to go get me boost. So let's record this episode. I'm actually really excited. Um. Do I give you a little update on life? I'll give you a little update on life. So, been in the hostel for about a week now. Got just under a week left, I think. Yeah, so we go this weekend up to Sydney. That's all booked in. Um, Going to be staying in Sydney for about two weeks before we go up to Brisbane. And then we'll probably come back down to Sydney just because it's going to have the most flights leaving Australia, you know? Um, so that's the plan so far. Hostel life, it's alright. This is the first hostel I've stayed in, so I can't really compare it to anything, but I have, um, started recording a little, like, review TikTok. Um, so go have a look at that. That should be out by the time this episode is out. Just going over the hostel. I think I might do one for each hostel just so that I can like note back on it. The current hostel that we're staying in um, is like they have multiple around Australia. So we are actually going to stay in one in Sydney as well, which I guess is a bit of a bonus. Like that's proof that it wasn't too bad, you know. Um, Met a few really nice girls. They only stayed a couple nights. And yeah, there is one guy, not even in our room, he sounds like a bear when he snores. It's actually horrendous. The first night that we slept in the hostel, I was so scared. I thought there was an animal in the room. Then I realised we were on like the third floor and I was like, um, how could this happen? But yeah, that's my only complaint about the bear man. But it's been alright, it's been alright. And now it's getting a lot hotter um i'm gonna burn i haven't got any sun cream on right now and i can feel my legs burning up but moving on today's episode we are going to discuss the new social media trend de-influencing so i'll give you a bit of like i've been doing some research for you guys and this is what i found so de-influencing is a trend that I believe originated on TikTok, but it's also on like Instagram now and I'm sure other social medias. I just have not checked. Um, it that amounts to a backlash against overconsumption caused predominantly by social media influencers, whether it's overconsumption in the fashion industry with influencers, uh, influencers partnering with fast fashion brands like 
Pretty Little Thing and Boohoo and like even ASOS and things like that. All influencers and even like A-list celebrities promoting fad diets and teas that will make you super skinny or super strong. Even make your fanny smell like peaches if you eat this 15 pound gummy bear every day, which is a load of bollocks. Like, I haven't tried it, but I'm not going to either. I could read it and I instantly know it's either not going to get work or the reason why you're getting super skinny is because it's giving you a worm. Um, and oh, that actually makes me feel so sick thinking about it. I think that's the only thing when I was younger because I was definitely influenced by it. When you see like things like Khloe Kardashian promoting these like diet teas, I was definitely, well, not influenced, but I was absorbing it as like a young teenager and it was only when my mum was like yeah but they probably have worms like in their stomach eating away all the food that's why they're skinny I was put off it I was like okay thanks mum <laughs> like kind of glad you told me that now um but this is it so de-influencing is personally I think an amazing trend to come from the year it tackles the issues of influencing whilst promoting people's content and staying within topic so I have seen like a lot of backlash of the trend itself by these influencers because they're saying that it's taking away their job or it's um, demoting them in some way like it's affecting their brand their business but in the same way, anyone can hop on this trend. That's the whole point of trends. And I think, in a way, if you are to de-influence people, you're also connecting with them more. That's the whole point and reason why influencer market works. Uh, because the audience trusts the promoter. And whether it's their character they trust, or if it's just evident that the influence believes in something, like, it will sell. So, for example... If someone says, I don't know, say someone's trying to sell these teeth whitening strips and they have really white teeth, you're going to be influenced them. Like if you're looking into that, you're going to go with them because they're showing the desired outcome of the product. Whether they use that product or not, it doesn't matter. But it's the fact that their face is attached to it and it's working in a positive way for the consumption of the product, if you will that's where it's the selling point so when I'm even wanting to purchase something that I don't know a lot of knowledge on or like I want a recommendation I search up the said item on TikTok or Instagram and it's just so easy to get sucked in and it's just about having the balance between a need and a want easier said than not done I know which is why we have an issue with overconsumption, which let's be honest is driven by the media I know if I'm watching a YouTube video or a TikTok and I see someone that I particularly like, if they start promoting something, I may not buy it, but I'm definitely going to the website. You can like you can count on it. I am on the website, it's in my basket. Um sometimes I purchase it, sometimes I don't, and that's me being easily influenced within two minutes, if that, just from like watching something. Saying this, I'm not surprised as such to see a rise in de-influencing because of, of course, the increase in climate crisis and just the oversaturated, tiring environment. Uh, sorry, there was a bug on my screen and it's just... I didn't mean to kill it. <laughs> that was disgusting. Tiring environment created on For You page. Poor, uh, I can never say that. 
for you pages of like one product or the same five on a cycle it's one really boring like i i can't be bothered i've seen it if i haven't bought it straight away i'm not gonna buy it the fifth time i've seen it and it's multiple people just saying the same thing i think um it's has like this promotion in a way has created quite like a toxic layer of social media that's structured around profit and i say toxic between because it's often misleading and people are you know drawn into these things sucked into them and it's very lackluster a lot of the time people are promoting things that they've never even tried or they don't really believe in but if the market's there then it's gonna sell and that just means money for people i understand this is people's jobs so that like you know they've got they've got to do it and and that's perfectly reasonable but i do think um this trend is going to be really good for just being able to not only help the environment because we are i guess reducing overconsumption bit by bit but also it's gonna distinguish who's true and who's fake online and overall in the long term i think that will create a much nicer atmosphere and environment on social media I didn't expect there to be a trend, if you will. Like, I, I thought, yeah, like, we need some people to be calling out maybe some brands or some influencers or whatever it is. But I didn't expect there to be a trend. You know, this is something that people are doing very quickly and, like, a lot. You know, I, if you scroll on TikTok for five minutes, you're probably going to see at least 10 videos on de-influencing or is that just my view page but for me i'm seeing it a lot at the moment hopefully it continues the positive message um like i said but also hopefully this becomes like a continuous thing like we see in the media not just a trend in itself like how vlogs like popped off from the zoella days and have continued ever since i know vlogging is like quite a broad one because anyone can vlog and also to de-influence you have to truly believe that it's not worth it i have um thought of a few things to put my bit towards de-influencing but like i said the there's a lot of things that i would recommend getting just because they are really good i've tried them out and i think they would be really good for other people to try you know i love recommending things to other people but at the same time there are some things that i see people have recommended and i've even been influenced to get and i sit there and i'm like why did i just spend my money on that so we start with beauty and i guess sort of like skincare whatever you want to call it first thing i'm gonna de-influence you guys on is the glossier cloud paint blush i think it's like 29 pounds and look some people love it some people hate it i i just don't get on with it i really really tried um i don't know there's other blushes that i prefer i'm a bit more of a cream blusher and this is like a liquid this is this is paint um i just don't like the consistency it's quite like a stain more than a blush itself and it just means that it doesn't blend very well 
on top of makeup. I definitely use it on its own if I wasn't wearing anything underneath, maybe just a primer. But I don't know, I just see people rave about it and it just looks really blotchy on my skin, especially when I'm wearing foundation. And don't, this is not the foundation because the foundation I absolutely love and I've tried it on multiple foundations and other people's skin types. And it just does the same thing. I think it's the consistency needs to be on something fresh, if you will, like just skin for it to come off. And I guess, in fairness, that is quite like a glossier. It's like quite a brand. However, £29, it's not worth it. You can get so many nicer cream blushes um, that give a bit of shimmer. I love blushes that can be on their own but also can be a bit of a highlight in itself. I particularly don't like highlight. You know, I don't think it's worth it. I think I think highlighter is overhyped. As long as you have a dewy foundation or a dewy um, primer or like an underbase, you don't need a highlight. I very rarely use highlighter, maybe on my inner corners, but if you're looking into makeup, just don't buy highlighter. I think it's so pointless. I do get it, okay, but at the same time, more often than not, if it's a powder, it can go uh, like quite loose and I don't know, what is it, what's it called when it like breaks away? Can you tell I'm not into this? Like, <laughs> I'm not a beauty influencer. Anyway, moving on to Dyson hairdryer. I guess this one's like Marmite. Some people love it, some people hate it. I just don't get on with it. Um, my mum has one and she absolutely loves it. I have used hers. I just don't get on with it. It takes ages to dry my hair. Yes, I have a lot of hair, but it's it's quite thin, you know. With a normal hairdryer, my it will take, what, 10 minutes to dry my hair? The Dyson takes so long. I'm not even joking, maybe 40 minutes to an hour just to dry my hair. Um, the curl one, yes, it gives a fluffy, nice curl, but then they drop out pretty quickly, especially in the UK where it's freezing windy. Considering you could literally buy a decent hairdryer, straightener, and probably curler, like curler and one, whatever you want, with money to spare, it's a no from me. I think so many people jumped on this, particularly last year, but I still feel like it's coming into this year, because don't they have a new version or like a new edition? I just don't see the point. It's not good. Maybe it's better for your hair, but if you're going to like dry your hair that much, surely, you know, if you're drying it for less amount of time, it balances out, right, in health? I don't know. But for how much it is, isn't it like £500? I swear it's between like 500 and a grand, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, it comes in a nice little leather box. Is that it? It's not worth it. If it was 100 quid, maybe I'd say, yeah, okay, to be fair with the amount of attachments you get, but not for the money like that they're asking for it. There's absolutely no way. Stop buying it. Just get a nice hairdryer. I like the ghds they're pretty expensive as well but i'd actually say they're better than the dyson now the next i'm gonna say like triplet or things because they kind of all go together i know i stand by it well two of them particularly i stand by 
And this is going to sound really, um, what's the word, hypocritical of me. But ice rollers, face rollers and gouaches. You don't need them, okay? The only one I'm going to stick up for that is gouaches. I love gouaches so much. Ice rollers, just use ice. Just get ice out of your fridge. Out of your fridge, out of your freezer. And put it in a bowl. Or just, just rub an ice cube on your face. You do not need a whole machine that you've bought from Amazon that costs you like £10. Which is just a bit of plastic that you put ice in. You don't need it. Just get an ice cube. Um, and then face rollers and gouaches. If you're going to buy one of them, get a gouache. They're compact. They're so much better. They're less, they're less likely to break. And you can really control it to the contours of your face. However, you can literally get the same effect by using the sides of your hands and fingers. For me, I prefer a gua sha because it's more hygienic. Especially, you know, travelling around. It's much easier to make sure that my gouache is clean and then put it away in like a sanitary space than my hands and I guess it contributes to, you know, putting extra grease onto your face and things like that. But you don't need it and I think if you're debating whether to get it or not, don't. Also, don't get the really expensive ones. You can get um, some face rollers that are up to £100. You can literally get a £5 one um, from, like, any anywhere. Even on Etsy, they do, like, little £5 ones from these shops and they work just as well. It's more about um, the coldness. So, like, a stone is recommended because it can keep the temperature low. And also having a slightly thinner gua sha, I find it's better. So, like... Um, when you get the plastic ones, they can be quite thick, and so it, I don't know, it just doesn't glide as well for me. So I'd probably recommend, if you're going to get one, a stone gua sha, but yeah, you don't need it. You know, you can use your hands, and I guess that's, well, it is, it's better for the environment. So I don't know, I'm going to leave that in your ballpark. I will continue using my gua sha, but don't get a face roller. Don't get both when they have those, like, packs for £40 or something. You only need one, and I'd say gua sha all the way. Face rollers, ice rollers, I just think they're a bit pointless. They're therapeutic, but just use an ice cube. The next category that I have put on my notes is travel stuff. I've been thinking about what I would take and what I would not take again um like traveling and I guess this is going to depend on country to country but expensive backpacks like Ospreys and stuff like that I've never per se had one so I I like yes Ospreys are probably really really good but if you are going once or if you've never done it before just get a cheap one um, I got mine from Amazon. I literally searched up um, like 50 litre bag, like backpack, um, got one with back supports on. I think it was literally like £40, if that. And I'm really glad I did because I'd probably go for a bigger size next time. I'm learning a lot as I go along with what I'm packing, what I need and what's helpful. And I think especially for your first time, you don't need to blow your travel budget on a backpack that's gonna get chucked around in an aeroplane, chucked around in a coach, 
walking in all types of weathers like if you're going full on and you're going to be like one of those travel hoppers and you know that you're doing this for a long time then I'd probably say yeah invest in an expensive one because you're going to be using it for like a long duration but if this is just a one trip thing or maybe if this is your first trip and then you're taking a break like me I'm going to uni and then I will probably keep on the bug but have a cheap one to learn with is all I'm saying and for that matter just don't take anything expensive traveling I see people like taking their designer tops and you know it getting ruined in the hostel dryer or people like just bringing like I don't know their Louis Vuitton purse and it's like just buy a cheap purse because you're going to get mugged you know the most expensive thing I have on me is my phone and that's kind of a given you know but you don't want to be carrying anything more expensive than your phone or if your laptop if you're working like digitally or things like that you know next thing slightly controversial I guess but alarms I think I've got three rape alarms to be fair they came in a pack I've got one of those door stop alarms and then I've got a door handle alarm you don't need that many especially if you're staying in hostels where you can't do the door ones because people are going to be in and out of your room all throughout the night get maybe one rape alarm um it definitely makes me feel safer knowing the fact that I have it but at the same time don't splurge on it necessarily I still got mine in the packet because I'm so scared that I'm gonna like knock the pin out of it and it goes off I did try it it is so loud so I still got it in the plastic packaging because I'm just really scared that I'm gonna knock it in the middle of the night and you know wake everyone up in the entire hostel next thing is neck pillows I was debating this with my boyfriend we were talking about what would we not bring and what would we um and we were sort of talking about things like hygiene products and our first aid kit which we probably went a bit excessive on but also neck pillows this was pretty handy on the aeroplane over because we were sat in the middle seats like in the middle aisle middle seats and so it did allow me to like nap a bit um without falling on the guy next to me which is like such a big fear of mine I just feel so awkward about it but at the same time I struggle to um sleep on like public transport anyway did it give me like maybe one hour out of a total of like 26 traveling yeah so was it really worth it probably not and it just takes up so much room and you just oh, I don't know I just felt like a twat on the on the train like uh, moving from hostel to hostel in the city like I don't know I just felt like an idiot because I was like kept hitting myself and other people with this stupid little neck pillow attached to my bag so I don't know I wouldn't go for it it's up to you maybe in hindsight I would have got one of those like blow up ones um where you can like you know shrivel them down really low I don't know you know One thing I do want people to give me advice on is I have these hiking boots, right? 
and they are taking up so much room in my backpack. I ended up getting a 50 litre backpack in the end because I am five foot one. I took a 120 litre backpack to Reading and I couldn't even stand up. So I, I decided to downsize. Of course, I've overpacked massively with my clothes, but I can't sacrifice those. So the plan is either send clothes back to the UK, like via post, or do I just chuck my hiking boots? I don't know what to do. They were 40 quid. I've worn them a few times in like the Peak District and stuff like that. But other than that, I have not worn them a single like time. Like I haven't even tried them on in Australia. Yes, I'm in Australia, so, like, was I going to use them? Did I expect to use them here? No. I want to go up Mount Merapi. I know it's just erupted, but I'm still looking into that. It's something that I've always wanted to do. So I did think, will I use them then? But can I do... Can I go hike... Ugh. What I'm trying to ask is, can I just go hiking in my New Balances? Because if I can, that'd be really, really good. Um... And then I can save up so much more room in my backpack. Last thing that I'm going to de-influence you guys on is the Josie Tops from Urban. They were good until they became too stretched and you can't wear them without freeing the nips, you know? Um, I have seen so many people raving about these. I have two. And I don't know, they just gape a bit too much. I, what am I? I don't even know what bra size I am anymore. But I used to be a bigger titty bitch. And um, I don't recommend them if you have, if you're any bra size above a B, I'd probably say. They stretch and gape so much. You can only get a few wears out of them before you are literally spilling out of them. And there's just other tops that are same material in Urban that are better. Like um, they do these halter neck ones and they do like a simple strappy crop one. I've got loads of those and they're so much better than the Josie Tops and I just see these Josie Tops going like sold out everywhere and there's no point like they just they gate they stretch I don't think it's worth the money coming from someone who's obsessed with urban take my advice with that one I'm gonna end the episode there guys because what more can I say I've de-influenced you I've told you about it now you can text me, DM me, de-influence me, especially on the hiking boots. Please let me know about that. Um, I'm currently sweating my ass off and my computer is burning up. I literally think it's about to explode. So I will see you all next week. I don't even know what I will, where I will be next week. Oh well, see you soon.